Hello, and welcome to the Great British Bitch Off. I am Maria McRae. And my name is Ricardo Hanrahini. Uh, you join us as we began our podcast all those years ago, one year ago. Uh, we have returned to the bed from which this whole bastard thing began. <laughs> we are very tired of doing this podcast. We are very sick of the bake-off. I feel like that break in between watching the show, recording the podcast, and then finding out who stays, who goes. I feel like that's the painful bit for me. Yeah? Because I'm greedy and just want to know Interesting. who has won. But here we are in final week. Let's get weird, baby. Bow, wow, wow. Said weird, not sexual. Oh, that was the same thing. <laughs> um, and it's royal week apparently, because no one told us. So bullshit to that. All complete bullshit. Um, so we have our candidates: Jane, often messy but consistent. Go away, please. Candice, she tries too hard <laughs> to be funny. Andrew is too precise. And that's a quick rundown of who we have left in the tent. So let's move right on to the SIG channel. <laughs> Come on, speed is a I like, I like this new efficiency, this is good. Yeah, finally, good. we finally acquired some in the final week. You'll all be pleased to know. Uh, so the opening the gambit was a meringue crown. A filled meringue crown. Family size, had to be three layers, and dizzling. That's what you want when you go for a crown. When you go crown shopping, you're like, oh, just get a family size one. <laughs> you get more for your money that way, don't you? <laughs> a grab a grab bag meringue. If I was going to become a, a king or queen, I would insist on a meringue crown. Same. And a fresh I, one every day, please. Oh, really? I'd have the same one and have... You know how they have the royal the crown jewels on display? <laughs> They'd have, like, my meringue crown with some bits cut out of it, obviously. Or even just, like, a big bite mark out of it, right? <laughs> uh, Candice opened up the uh, proceedings with a very disingenuous good luck to everyone else. <laughs> uh, good luck! So, basically, it's royal week because it's the Queen's 90th birthday this year. I wrote, I don't fucking care if it's the Queen's birthday, I just want good bakes. And then it was at this point that, that we began to consider, is this really the podcast, the show for us? No, it's not. We don't like the Royals. We are very anti-monarchy. We, don't, we really... don't particularly like Great Britain at the moment. And both of us being dairy-free find <laughs> a lot of baked goods <laughs> extremely painful to eat. But there you Most go. Most humans are lactose intolerant. <laughs> Most humans should be monarchy intolerant. Unfortunately, True. that is not the way of things. So Candice went for two meringues. One was with white and one was with... Golden sugar. Golden sugar. Oh, what Mango a... Mango and she's... strawberry with something to do with Prosecco. What a great baker, apparently. Mango and strawberry crown. It was Candice's, Queen Victoria's... Uh, crown, but I've written Candice's Queen Victoria's is Terry's is chocolate orange. It's flavoured. Exactly, yeah. Um, Mar- yeah, she tried to pretend that she wasn't doing too much this week because she kept getting told off for doing too much and she was like, I didn't think I had that much to do this week. <laughs> and then she just listed like 50,000 things that she had to do and was like, yeah, simple. <laughs> Your impression of Candice visually is very much like Ricky Gervais's Derek. Wow, okay, not intentional, but I'll take that. No, I'll take that, yeah. Good. Thank you. Yeah, I would be physically sick if I was forced to make a monarchy-inspired cake. Yeah. 
I would be like, okay, I'll make you a meringue, but it's gonna have bits of sick in it. <laughs> and I would have to gobble it down because that's the name of the game. The Great British Gobble Down. <laughs> uh, that would be really funny. Just For one week, you get in and then you just like put sick and shit and things and be like, oh my God. Uh, and you're like, you have to eat, it's a surprise. Oh, what's in the cake? There's a surprise centre. Yep, it? no, it is feces. Glad yeah. you worked that one out. Uh, and yes, all the cakes are in shapes of dicks. <laughs> you are welcome. Uh, so Candice, uh, her meringue looked impressive. It was a good meringue texture. Great curd, lovely softness of meringue. Holds well. Lovely curd, sharp, good textures, and the Hollywood handshake. Yeah, it looked kind of like a pyramid of, of meringue, didn't it? It looked, it looked pretty good. A meringue-amid. There was a moment where she was just, oh, I'm just shining up my thistlis. Uh, Candice's jewel, jeweled pistachios looked shit. They did, didn't they? I was they, like, what, what are they? They look like... They look mouldy. Like if you're doing someone's nappy and... <laughs> They what, come out you're saying like, this from all this experience, you're yeah. kind of changing nothing. Well, I was thinking more dog poo, but <clears> I'm just making it same, more yeah. applicable for more people. And you found that in, in a child's poo. Because like, you would be rooting through. What What toy have they eaten? You know? You would, yeah. Like, you'd, I wonder you'd what that was. You'd probably go towards like Play Doh with something, Play Doh with yeah. something else. Oh, I know what it was. It was that shitty pistachio meringue cake. Crown family size. Yum, yum, not yum. Uh, tech chow. This is the tech chow that Richard has dreamt of. Yes. What happened, Richard? Uh, they turned up and everyone was like, oh, you think you know what you're doing, but you don't. And they looked at it and the, the, there was nothing. There was no recipe. What did they it just say said, on the paper? Victoria uh, sandwich sponge, sponge cake. Make a Victoria sponge. That was the only instruction they had. Yeah, and then he got given all the ingredients. Oh, it was heavenly. And, and they I... had to just bake their way out of this conundrum. I had to admit, I don't think I'd be able to do this tech chow. Because if somebody said to me, hey, can you make me a Victoria sponge? I'd be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there are two options, I think. For making cakes, you can go for the all-in-one method or the creaming method. Candice went for the all-in-one, uh, and she came second. She came second. Was it dark? Too dark, potentially. Too uh, dark. Runny jam. She took uh, the tips out of the jam. Mary well, said it was a jelly. Yes, not not a jam, it's a jelly. Uh, good structure, even. Uh, a, but a slightly grainy buttercream. You probably know put, why. You probably put your icing sugar in all at once, uh, you bloody idiot. Yeah, Andrew wouldn't have done that, would he? No. Um, oh, the other thing about this tech chow was that they were told they weren't allowed to confer with the other contestants. Interesting. That was interesting. interesting. But they all kept looking at each other's baking anyway, so yeah, it wasn't really like, an issue. You can't talk about it, but you can sneak a peek. Oh, but the cameras will come around and talk to you, and it'll yeah. be for fun to hear. Exactly. So. Because, Whatever. you know, they're not private soundproof booths. You're literally in an open space with desks very close to one another. This isn't but... Mr. and Mrs. Although oh, it could have been. That could have been funny if they had to wear headphones with music in. <laughs> yeah. And little booths. I think they should have. Uh, the Big Bake this week was a picnic 
fit for a queen. And if I was going to do this big big, I would do a dicknick fit for a queen. <laughs> and let me tell you what that would... What uh, that include? It would include a chocolate dick celebration cake. Yeah. Celebration of dicks. Yeah. In chocolate times one. Yeah. <laughs> Twelve times mini quiche dicks. <laughs> yeah. Twelve times... Uh-huh. Sausage rolls, they're just, they're just dicks anyway, aren't they? We just yeah. put the bowls on. Twelve times fruit and custard tarts dicks. But you know, it was a bit much, wasn't it? A bit much to <laughs> ask them to do, really, for it a big bake. A yeah. bit much, lads. Uh, um, Candice went for... So we started to write down what she was doing. So I 100% <sighs> gave up making notes on this ridiculous challenge. I've written down... Virtually immediately. Chocolate orange card, bacon, uh, blipping... Manchego and Olive, Cockles, Cockney, Sue and Paul, she's my daughter. <laughs> that is what I've written for Candy. I think that's fair, no, I think that sums it up pretty well. All I remember from that list is Sue and Paul are her parents, and Paul... What, Sue, Sue Perkins and Paul Hollywood? I know. She's always met... Oh, it's ridiculous. But Paul, her father, said at one point, she's my daughter. Yeah. So... Good insight there. So yeah, I, I feel like Candice clearly loves her dad more than she loves her mum because she always talks about her and her dad together. And that is the story that I'd like her to tell through the medium of pastry. You know, don't give me any of this like, oh, I'm from the East End and that's why I've done East End flavours. It's like, no, I want to know why you love your dad more than your mum. Through pastry, please. Please. That would be my big, big suggestion. It's only a game, so you better believe I'm right. I'm gonna be covering you in creme packs. Is this gonna be the new channel for yeah. theme tune? Jim Davidson's presenting it. Oh, good God. Could you yeah. imagine? John Berg. Could you imagine? John Berg, I'd do it at big gigs. <laughs> it wouldn't. Big bake. It wouldn't. Um, bake as many cakes as you can. <laughs> every week. That was, really the same. Really that, that was that was really good. Very impressive. Very impressive. <laughs> For those of you who don't know what Big Break is, uh, you have not lived. Please look it up on the internet rather than having Richard explain it. Candice. Um, Candice, she slightly burnt her little tarts. And, and yet then, no one cares, apparently. No, but I would say that I wouldn't serve the Queen of Scone unless it was burnt and filled with rat poison. <laughs> <laughs> and she would have to eat it. <laughs> Because them's the rules. Them's the rules. Baby. As if she had to eat all of a week one's desserts. Oh my god, she did? She Where did. do you think they go? Yeah, Straight sense. to Buckingham Palace, just like everything else we do. Ugh. Mm. Uh, her sausage rolls were well baked. She made little pigs. Good puff, flaky sausage rolls. Good flavour. Quiche. Crispy. Crispy and plenty filling. Salmon are plenty, I've written down here. Well baked. Yep. Scone, good colour and size. No cheese. I couldn't Too taste the cheese olive. either. I couldn't. I was not getting cheese from this. I was those not scones. getting cheese. Too much olive. The tarts were good custard. They were good custard. They were baked. Slightly overbaked, they said. Flavour good though. Oh, poison. And then a lovely cake. Lovely cake, nice orange flavour. It did look good. That line of orange in the middle. It looked like a stunning cake. See, I feel like Should this big bake wasn't very spectacular for a big bake. No. Because it, like, they, I feel like they couldn't concentrate too much on doing the big fancy chocolate cake because it had like 
30, what, 36 other things to do or something? But conversely, I do think it's probably one of the best challenges of being a baker. Like, all you're going to do, a good cake. None of this over-the-top, you know, crappy looking, like, oh, you have to make a sculpture of a, of your, of your favourite dead relative. I would have, I would have preferred that. Like a, like a manchego cheese almond. Raise a loved one from the dead <laughs> with, with only the powers of cake. You have three hours. Yeah. Bake! <laughs> now we, that is the challenge for me. We want you to answer the question of life, the universe and everything through breadsticks. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> uh, so there's candies. Billy Bolly Bake! Uh, I... Candies is probably going to win. I know, and if she does, it just makes the whole series pointless. Yeah. Because I feel like from the first week it was set up that she was going to win. Mm. Like. A three. Uh, yeah. Let's move on to Andrew. Andrew. Uh, he. Not, can I say, he introduces Mr. Precision. He's not Mr. Precision. Mr. Precision was Richard from the last series. If we're going, if we're going down that route. Yeah, he never had. Oh no, on one occasion, excuse me, he had a pencil behind his ear. Yeah. Not every week. Andrew went for a classic meringue. Caramel cassis and pecan praline. I've written here, Andrew dropped his bowl. Well done. Yeah, good job, mate. Good start, mate. Crunchy caramel cassis crown. All the seeds. Oh, God, I had my heart in my fucking mouth when he was putting it. He made a crown and he was oh. putting it on the little dummy head. Oh, I could have been sick. Yeah, no, I... It was pretty terrible. Sick. It um, was almost as though somebody asked me to make a monarchy inspired cake. There was a bit of an ex an ex a strange conversation they were all having about these fucking meringues. What was that? About when they were discussing about not rushing the cooling of your meringues, and he used the phrase temperature shock. Yeah. I don't think that's a real thing. I, think I that's mean, bullshit. when I made that marjolaine a couple of weeks ago, um, you were meant to keep it in the oven with the door open for like an hour to cool it. Really? Yep. Well, we just stuck it in the fridge. It was great, wouldn't it? No. I liked it. Um, Andrew, uh, they said that his... He used yeah. half Muscovado sugar. That's a difficult sugar for definition. Yeah. Uh, the flavours went well together, but the pralin was too sweet. Overpowering. Good meringue, nice jelly jewels, a.k.a. testes. Uh, Paul wasn't sold on the praline, but he did love the effect. So yeah, going into the tech chow, Andrew was very, very worried because the girls both got a handshake and he got none. All he got was a blankety blank checkbook and pen. The tech chow, he went for the creaming method. And I said he was creaming his pants about the tech chow because he was too obsessed with winning it. He got so upset about not getting a handshake he became far too obsessed with winning the tech chat. Oh, I know. It was all he talked about. It's very, yeah. And I feel like he, he felt like the whole competition was going to hinge on this tech chat. Yeah. And as we all know, ladies and gentlemen, anyone who's listened to the gobble down will know that <laughs> tech chow means nothing. Except, of course, that this tech chow was in line with the prescriptions given by me as to a good technical challenge. It, it did prove that Mary's been listening to your podcast. Yeah, she definitely listens. Hello, Mary. Hi, Mary. You're obviously one of the hundred people that listen to the show. Well done for sticking with the BBC, babes. Yes, Even though the BBC is a corrupt sinking ship. However, uh, I may interest you in a new show that I've come up with 
It's called the Pre-Bake-Off. And what it is, it's just like the GBBBO, except it's based purely on the flavors of the batters and mixtures on spoon before they are baked. Mm -hmm. So I'd go around and I'd say, yeah, what's this? And they'd mix it whatever. It's like, and they go, it's got raw egg in that. And then I'd go, oh yeah, no, you've, you've mixed that well. But, um, and then I'd walk on and it would, you'd be able to tell before, there's no, there's no bullshit. There's no, oh, I've, I've built a face out of, mm. you know, raw sausage. Yeah, presentation would not be an issue. No, it? it's, it's literally just sizes. I mean, I would be thankful, like a larger spoonful would probably get mm. a, a plus from me. Because let me make it very clear, Richard is not bothered by raw egg. No, he it, will scoff that as long as it's got plenty of sugar and butter in it. Yeah, well, what's the, what's the problem? It's raw egg. It's fine. All, all eggs, raw egg. Until it's baked or, or cooked. Yeah, whatever. We'll come out with it. We're all, I mean... Any wiggly diddly. Andrew came first in the tech chow. Good jam, neat buttercream, good taste. He had a little bit of advice for us when it came to the buttercream. You poke it up your bum hole and then fart it out in little bobs. And then I sung, It's a little bit grainy, this buttercream. Uh, yeah, you were supposed to put in your buttercream one scoop at a time. Icing sugar. Neat, good buttercream, good sandwich. Well done, Andrew. It was very clear he was going to win that challenge. I've written a note about the big bake here that Andrew is always stealing scones. What? I don't think that's true. I think it must be that Andrew's always stealing recipes. Oh, yeah. So this week it was his granny's chocolate cake, wasn't it? Ugh. Make up your own recipe for once, Andrew. Mm. Maybe his granny is the queen. And uh, he thought, I'll impress Nana with this. <sighs> Andrew loves his puff, I've written here. He's, uh, he got well into his pastry, and he was he was operating like a machine. He had a spreadsheet. Oh, do not let's let's make this very clear. Uh, a double handshake from me uh, for the spreadsheet. Yeah, no, you were quite um, you know, emotional about that. Very emotional. I started to cry. A good spreadsheet is hard to find these days. Although I will say, I don't think he's used it currently as a spreadsheet. He's just, what he's done is just used the spreadsheet as like a formatting a tool, yeah. really. There's not much data being held in that, mm, but agreed. fine. Uh, so Andrew, I mean, I didn't write anything else. I tried, so I tried chocolate cake, definite, smoked cheddar, streaked potato, strawberry. That's all we know about Andrew's <laughs> collection of stuff. What else we know is that it was beautifully displayed but there was undercooked pastry on the sausage roll to the point where Mary even said that she would probably leave it. Uh, I'll probably leave this, she said. <laughs> uh, the scone, the look is great, but there was no flavour. Quiche, uh, good colour, neat, delicious. Pastry worked too much. He'd overworked the pastry. The tart is raw. So that, that was, yeah. Great taste though. Cake. Great look. Really nice cake. God, these notes are boring. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking. Oh. This is a show uh, about a uh, cake show. Uh, uh, uh. My mouth is like dry and bleeding from having to say them. 
honestly, I must have written the word flave 65,000 times throughout this series of the Gobble Down. Uh, I mean... And I've just changed the name to the Gobble Down. <laughs> We're going to have to in Amusement Channel 4. We are not watching it. Um, Andrew, well done, but you fucked up there, didn't you, mate? Royally, mate. Um, oh, royally! Thank you. Uh, not intentional. I'll be surprised if Andrew wins. Uh, Jane. Jane babes with your pistachio daughters. So the whole, she, she, she set up the tone for the show. We're kicking off with a red, white, and blue meringue. Ugh. I was thinking that was entering into flag connotations, which is obviously the kind of nationalism we should love. Well, we, oh, we, we, are, we are being told that that is the right kind of nationalism, yeah. as opposed to other forms yeah. that are dangerous. Mm-hmm. But there you go. Uh, strawberry, blueberry, and then... Rasps, bloobs, and white nectarines. White nectarine. Good on you. Good uh, on you. It was their hobby's favourite, and as you quite rightly pointed out. Oh, her husband has a favourite fruit pavlova. No, not only that, a family favourite crown meringue. <laughs> this is a family favourite crown meringue. Oh, is it? Imagine if, like, oh, could you just, oh, I'm, I'm not feeling great, but could you just whip me out one of those uh, family favourite crown meringues, please? I... <laughs> what are we having for dessert tonight? Oh, do you fancy just making it a family favourite crown meringue, please? Jane. You ask every day. <laughs> um, and she would make it fresh every day, I think. Yeah. Like, because he'd eat a whole one in a day. If it's yeah. his favourite, he'd have to. Yeah. Like, you can't leave your favourite. I feel like this is a bit like when your mum does any cooking, I she would say, she could quite legitimately say, oh, this is uh, Marianne's boyfriend's hitch, or she'd probably call me Chris by mistake, favourite food that I cook for him. And it's not necessarily true, it's just that anything she cooks, I really like. Yeah. So I think that's what she's gone for there. So, oh, it's his I've favorite. cooked him this once back in the 1980s, yeah. and he really liked it, and so it's his favourite. Back when we were a fun, young couple. Yeah. We got some good shots of Jane babes back in the day, Yeah, didn't we? with a knife and a cake. Yeah. It's funny because her... I mean, we got, we got pretty good evidence that her, her hair is real. We did, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's got some flyaway hair. Excuse me. Her hair was reminiscent of Monica Gellabing's hair (laughs) in the Barbados episodes. Uh FYI, we're rewatching Friends. Season 9, episode 23 slash 24. Monica's hair, for reference, is very much like Jane's in the final of the Bake Off, season 7, episode 10. Thank you. Facts. We're hitting you with facts in your face, yeah. They're not facts, they're opinions. I've written down here, Sue looks exhausted. <laughs> she did. Poor Sue. Like, what do they do for the five hours or whatever they're making meringues? Poor Sue, lassie. Just sitting Just in Just the... funny about, like, and chat to people. I mean... Like, I don't know, probably juggle spoons or something. Well, someone said that um, uh, Jane's good at juggling. And then they finished the Who said that? One of her kids. Did they? Yeah, they said, oh, Jane's really good at juggling things that she does. Can <laughs> you say that again? Sorry, Mr. Oh, yeah, Jane's really good at juggling things. <laughs> so wait, her kids said... Yeah. 
Jane, Jane is really, really good at juggling. juggling all of these. Yeah. Wait, her kids called her Jane. That's weird. I know. I <laughs> well, as we found out later on, they were actors. We discovered because we know that Jane's daughter is a pistachio with glasses on. A bag of pistachios with glasses on. And then there was a moment when, during the big bake, when Jane was having a bit of a crisis when her when her collar wasn't popping on the old cake, but she revealed to everyone that she'd hired her daughter for the video and accidentally stress ate her original daughter out of fear AKA of this week's final. Pistachio Jane's surname. <laughs> Imagine having a pistachio for a daughter and calling it Pistachio. <laughs> That's its first name. Pistachio. Uh, so, first rate. Hold shape. Looks uh, can great. I just, um, talk about the fact that Jane said while she was making her pavlova there's nothing quite like British fresh fruit is there <laughs> I wrote uh, fuck off what are we going to do replace pound sterling with blueberries for fuck's sake <laughs> Richard's just giving me the calm down face fine it, was, it just felt so false it's like Jane how many years have you voted Tory? Please, please don't try and peddle that shit when the pound is in the toilet. Also, literally what? Our fruit is all we have left to offer the world and our starving population. British fruit is so shit. Every <laughs> it tastes apple, like nothing and it's tiny. Uh, it just tastes uh, either cloudy or sharp. You go to, go to any country in Europe in the Mediterranean and have one, oh, a peach, an Italian peach. Oh my God, it melts in your mouth. A fucking British peach. I have to leave them tied up to a banana on the <laughs> counter in the kitchen for three weeks until it's edible. So yeah, take that, Jane. <laughs> but otherwise we quite like you. We think you're fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, her pavlova, very good looking. Well matched flavors, nice nectarines. Double handshake from Paul. Uh, not only the double handshake, the Roman clasp, as yeah, it came it was, yeah. which meant nothing apart from, of course, freaking out Andrew for the rest of the episode. Freaking him out and fucking up his game. Uh, tech um, child, she went for the all-in-one method. Did Jane? She did, and she ended up with a wonky, wonky Jane, didn't she? she? Did. It was wonky, yeah. Wonky Jane. Uh, with a wonky cake. She came third out of three. Dark. It's last, isn't it? Yeah, that is last. Dark, large rice, too much filling, too much um, mixture. Butter creme too soft, jam too thick. Good taste though. And then the big bake. Roll in the big bake. So Jane went for red fruit tart, 13 squash and Paris scones, king prawn quich, white chocolate, lay whips cake, amazing at juggling, always <laughs> stealing recipes, Andrew. <laughs> That's what I've written for Jane. Accurate description of Jane Bake. Um, she tried to put a lace collar on her oh. cake because she really wanted to. And this is the moment that I think we both nearly cried for Jane. Yeah, we. she really wanted to succeed in something that she had failed at previously. 
And then she failed again. It didn't work. It yeah. didn't come off the paper. I think you've made up this thing that you do. Yeah, I don't I think, think it, you've ever done it. I think you did it once for a dinner party and it was... Um, and you probably got someone else to do No. <laughs> I think it didn't turn out well, but everyone was just like, oh, this is really This is good. great. This is your talent. But they've never seen anything better. Also, you had a knife up to your pistachio daughter <laughs> and they were afraid you were going to pierce the bag. Wow. I thought the daughter was like a single pistachio. I didn't realise she was a bag of. No, bag of. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Mary said that her presentation was right, royal and regal. What she meant was... Raw, raw pastry for the sister rolls. <laughs> when she said right, royal, she meant, you done your cake wrong, Jane. <laughs> oh, these look right, royal. You right, royal mess up. Yeah. Uh, and she also meant regal cigarettes. <laughs> Advertising. Puns. Uh, raw pastry. Raw pastry for the sausage rolls. The tart was pale but baked. Vivi good. Scone tastes like a cheese scone. It was a good cheese scone, but no butternut squash. Where was the butternut squash, Where Jane? was it, Jane? We'll never know now. Uh, fruit tarts. Pretty. Looked great. Really good flavour. Pastry crisp. <clears throat> the cake was not what planned. What was planned? <clears throat> there was a nice surprise in the middle. A great chocolate cake. Yeah. The surprise in the middle was an arm. <clears throat> I would be like a note saying uh, I O U cream. Yeah. Would be a good surprise. I O U one lace collar. So there you go. That's it. That's it. Who do we think is going to win the Bake Off season seven? I agree. Candies. And I think. Who's going home? Yeah. <laughs> Jane and Andrew, I think. Yeah. Uh, Candy's probably going to live in the tent though. Is that what happens to the, the winners? They go and live they under one of the counters? I'm sure it used to be better than just a cake stand. No, it's a cake sandwich. It used to be a lot worse. It used to be like something that I think Mel and Sue might have made in craft. Who won in third series? I'm sure she got a big trophy. No, I think you're wrong. We'll Google it, we'll find out for you, but then we'll never tell you because this is probably the last great British bitch off. But hey, let's find out who won. So, Candice was the winner. Yay. See you later. See you later. <laughs> That's it. Well done. The end. Yeah. Uh, it was nice to see everyone again at the end. I say everyone, I just mean Val. <laughs> And even then, I was planning a trip to Ayer Napa. I hope that it's true. Yeah. And she's not just like, maybe she said it as a little joke to them. And no one understood. Then she was always misunderstood. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, no, uh, I mean, they all had pretty boring. No one was doing anything. This person's baking. <laughs> it was the general sense of what, oh, this one's still baking, but not the thing she didn't bake the time yeah, she left. This, this was the thing that, that caused her to fail on the Bake Off, but she's not baking that anymore. Ever. Anyway, um, yeah, I didn't really care. Candice's speeches were all, I mean, yeah, there's a little bit of like, oh, I, I can do it. I'm not useless. But having met, having met, having met Sue and Paul, her parents, yeah. I don't know where she's not got a, like, her like self Like, from. she had her little, um, her little family video, and it was like, she'd been baking since she was a child. She's like, oh, I can do it. It's like, well, yeah, otherwise you would have given up a long time ago. Yeah. 
If you didn't actually think you could do it, you would never have applied for the show. I, I wish I'd been in the backstory like, oh, my my pug Steve put me through to this. I it's... would love it if the if the pug had like filled out the application form for yeah. it. That would have been great. That's probably true, yeah. Has Chumbo done one for me? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do you remember when we came back home yesterday and oh. as soon as we got home we went to the cinema to see uh, I Daniel Blake. I more, we should go see it. More on that later. Uh, we, and we saw and we came back and it turns out that Shummy had phoned up Ken Bruce on Radio he Two had, yeah. to do the the pop the pop quiz. Yeah. And he he he, he got through. He got through. But he didn't get any questions. He got them all wrong. Oh, but he got to do a shout out to say hello to all his friends, and we weren't even at home. We were all in the cinema, so we couldn't listen to oh, him. It was really sad and cute. Yeah, and did, did you see what I'd written up as the question? No. You did, he was answering questions about the bar, how many and no idea who they were. Oh, I don't know, it would have been one of his favourite songs. No, no. Nothing pre 2015 for him. Real shame. Real shame. He knows all of Craig David's comebacks, though. Surprisingly. Yeah. Oh, weird, because it's just exactly the same as his as his previous back, wasn't it? Yeah. Anyway, uh, that is it for the GBBO um, I podcast. Think... I think we might not do it again next year. I don't know. I feel like you listeners have just not appreciated us enough. <laughs> I'm kidding. We've had lots of nice things that people have said. But you? to finish off this series, and just in case this is the last one, so, as we said, we saw I, Daniel Blake, this week. And if you don't know what it's about, it's about being poor and having to go to food banks and stuff. Yeah. And it made us feel really bad. So, especially given... It, everyone should feel bad because the country is in an awful situation right now. There should be no food banks and there should be no hunger in this country. We are a Western country with a lot of money, regardless of what the newspapers and the governments are telling you. So, uh, we are going to, on Monday take part in, for one day only, a... Uh, Live with a line challenge. A one pound <clears throat> day meal. Uh, we'll Basically, we have one pound to spend on food for the whole day. We're following a recipe. Uh, it's going to be a sponsored thing. We're going to have a Just Giving page, which we will share. And if you contribute to that, we will equal whatever we get on that, and that money will, will, we will pay for a big shop for uh, a food bank in Edinburgh. And we'd really like to um, give as much as we can to people uh, because it's just an awful situation for anyone to be in. Yeah. And we should all be doing as much as we can. And I'd like to make it clear that we are not well off, but we are well off enough to be able to give people just a little bit of money. Every week. So if you've got a pound, two pounds, we don't have many people listening, but if you could just sponsor us for that one day, as I said, we'll, we'll match anything that gets made to us, and pound for pound, up to a certain point, obviously, if, if this goes viral, I, we can't really afford more than if, £100. If we raise £10 million, pounds, we probably <laughs> probably can't afford that. Yeah. But... <laughs> Fingers crossed we make £10 million, because that would be a really big donation to give to a food bank, it'd be great. That would be good. Yeah. Probably not they, could, they could probably make another food bank. I'm, like I'm thinking if we can hit 50 quid, I'd be happy. Absolutely. That'd be great. Absolutely. We've already done the one shop. It was funny because we went to Sainsbury's, did our shop, and then we went to go, all right, where do we donate it? Oh, it's, we have to donate it to a food bank in Tesco's. 
for to walk in there without saying it was bags. I know, it was embarrassing. We had to, we had to drive 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, just to put like, oh, some tea bags and some, change me his own brand Rice Krispies. But every little helps. Um, so yeah, so go and see our Daniel Blake if you haven't already. It's very sad, but you'll, it's worth it. Go and find your nearest food bank right now. Go and type it in, because it's not, it's not hard. Just a couple of tins. Or go and pasta. do some voluntary work with people in the community if you can. Help out. Share your skills with those less fortunate. Yeah. It doesn't have to be money, it can just be company. <clears throat> Treat everybody as human beings. Unless they are an amateur baker on the bake-off. <laughs> In which case, rip the shit out of them week by week. Call them the bee king. Tell them that, that they're a wasn't, We weren't making fun of him when we said that. That was, a, that was a compliment. If somebody said I was the queen of the bees, I'd be like, fucking right. And what if someone said that you were a murderess? I mean, I'm sure people have said that in the past. <laughs> Thanks to my uh, stony demeanour. And your murderous past. Absolutely. And some people have... Police, if you're listening, that was a joke. That, that'll stop them. That'll get them off the trail. Thank you. Uh, yes. Um, but yes, thank you again. Thank uh, you very much for listening, guys. It has been fun. It's been tiring, but only because we had to watch four in one week. Uh, if you haven't already, please like the Facebook page, me three comedy uh or we will have some new sketches soon we'll also have we'll be going on to our next podcast adventure either continuing the uh, disney matter saga where we watch disney films uh i will be doing my political satirical podcast on a semi-regular basis with alexander keely but then we might also watch something else who knows we might and we will be doing some Eventually, yes. Uh, but for now, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will bloody miss you, Mel and Sue. Yes, we bloody will. We uh, we bloody miss the Bake Off actually once it goes to Channel Four. But hey, who knows? Maybe it'll be great. It won't be, but maybe it will. I mean, it won't even be on next year. You realise that? Yeah. It's not until 2018. Real shame. So. Real shame. There'll be a Christmas special. Yeah. Maybe see you for that. Anyway, yeah. Merry Christmas. And a happy new cake. Good day. Night. Bye. Bye.